Hello, and welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and hacks on how to practice gratitude daily. Whether you're a gratitude guru or you've lost your gratitude journal once again, we've got you covered. We share personal and authentic stories from our guests who are entrepreneurs, business professionals, parents, caregivers, and everyday human beings just like you and I. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm an intuitive business and health coach, and I'm here to inspire you to choose to wake up with gratitude every single day. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. I'm Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to connect with you today with another new interview episode of the podcast. I did promise I would be doing a solo episode about some of the latest and exciting things that have manifested in our lives, and I promise you that one is coming, but I also have a bank full of these incredible interviews that I'm so excited to share with you, so stay tuned because you'll be seeing a few more extra episodes come out in the next few weeks than our normal one per week. Now, I am definitely a little bit tired as I record this. I'm on day four of my 30-day whole body detox for this year, and I'm so excited that I'm finally doing it. You know, we skipped the program last year because of COVID-19. I mean, the irony is is that we're back into a third wave in a lot of places in Canada, but it's still just as important a time for us to take care of our body, to do a healthy whole food detox and really remember what it feels like to not need caffeine to wake us up in the morning and alcohol to help us relax and unwind at the end of the day. One of the reasons I wanted to interview Stephanie today is because she's an expert in health things all around healthy whole food detox and all the things that I love talking about. But Stephanie's personal story is really impactful. And so I'm very excited for us to dive in and just listen to all the beautiful things that that Stephanie has to share with us. If you're curious and you want to join Stephanie, myself, and dozens of other people who are doing the 30 day whole body detox this year, all you have to do is visit our website, 30daywholebodydetox.com, and just click on find out more. All the information about the program is listed on that website, and we'd love to have you join us for this year's 30-day whole body detox. Now, if you're wondering what all of this has to do with wake up with gratitude, for me, one of the critical things around gratitude is gratitude for our body and understanding how the foods that we eat, the things that we drink, how we're sleeping, all of these things are ways that we show gratitude for the incredible body we have. You know, we're here having a human experience in this body. We get one body. One of the reasons I've always been committed to doing this program for the past 10 years is that it just reminds me of how amazingly powerful my body is, especially when I remove a lot of the things that might have numbed or dulled some of my senses. Yes, I'm definitely a little bit tired as I'm starting this program, but I know that in just a couple of days, and by the time I record my next podcast intro, I'll have lots of energy. All right, friends, let's get into the podcast. Stephanie Bell struggled with health challenges and body image issues from when she was a young child. 
Not understanding how language could affect such a young child, her grandfather used to offer her candy and then warn her that if she ate too much, it would make her fat. While in high school, Stephanie struggled with an eating disorder. In her interview, she shares how after having her third child, she was desperate for a solution to her own lifelong health challenges, as well as her second son's health issues, and she prayed for an answer. This led her to switching to the number one rated nutritional supplements on the market, which had a profound effect on her whole family. Today, Stephanie is a registered holistic nutritionist whose mission is to guide and inspire others to find the same health and energy freedom she has. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and today I'm bringing a good friend, Stephanie Bell, to the podcast. Hello, my friend. Hi, Julie. Thanks for having me today. I'm excited. We This was a bit of a spontaneous podcast, but we had a brief conversation last week, and I said, this is really a topic that I want to bring to our community. Now, Stephanie is a registered holistic nutritionist, and she's a mom of three, And after dealing with some pretty serious health issues of her own um, and with her family, she decided she wanted to be an investigator and she really wanted to find a way to get results for some of her complex health issues. And that what's happened from then is she really loves to inspire and guide others to find that same health and energy freedom. And I've been around, you know, Stephanie for a number of years. I know you've had some personal battles and some challenges, but uh, I didn't know that you, you've struggled with health issues pretty much your whole life, right? Yeah, a little, a little bit of, um, yeah, health struggles, whether it was urinary tract infections or yeast infections or, um, just some mental health issues, you know, growing up and it all in of its own is always a struggle, right? And so things transpire out of that, a little bit of trauma, right? And, um, and then some, some you know, related to even medications such as the birth control pill and then postpartum depression, you know, so. I feel like we should draw like a timeline and be like, okay, tell me a little bit about <laughs> this part of your life. So um, when did you start noticing though, c- the connection between like, um, you know, it was maybe some of the mental health issues with other issues that were showing up in your life. Cause I know you mentioned you struggled with eating disorders as well, which is, has definitely connections to our mental health in a very serious way. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've, I've had to really go back in time to actually go, when did the health, when did the eating disorders actually start? And I believe they started, I, I think I've always had the mental issue of there's something wrong with me. Why can't I eat regular food? Why there, there was always a question of food. And I actually can't remember a time when I've really actually ever enjoyed food. And part of that is, is I was a very picky eater as a child. But instead of um, maybe searching why I'm picky, it was like, oh, you're just so picky. Oh, you're just so, you know, or I was a sensitive child too. So I was labeled sensitive. And I had this complex of there's something wrong with me. So from a very, very young age, I've always labeled myself, there's something wrong with me. And and then my pickiness of eating, and I I also had uh, self, believe it or not, by by grade one at least, self-image problems, I thought I was fat, you know, and by grade three, I was anytime, and we're, we're growing, 
So anytime my clothes were tight, instead of me going, I'm growing, it was like, oh my gosh, I'm fat. And, and that stems from, I, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, God bless him. He's, he's passed already, but my grandfather, you know, when you're about four or five, I remember this time, you know, where he gives you candy or he gave me candy. My grandma, my grandpa hands me candy and he's like, oh, enjoy this, but uh, don't eat too much of it. Cause you'll get fat. And so as when you're a little child and you have this narrative that is rolling in your brain going, well, what's fat? I don't even know what fat is at the age of four or five. So, you know, it's sort of, I've always had it. I don't think I will ever, ever be without that <laughs> from that early age. Oh my gosh. That as a mom and you're a mom too, and uh, just that messaging uh, for a young child, which We've come a long way. You and I are both in our 40s now. We've come a long way where we understand that, that kind of messaging is really damaging for a young child. You mentioned about clothing. It's really interesting. You know, even though my daughter's 10 now, and I just remember like how, and this is still happening today. So 10 years later, we still haven't really evolved in clothing for children, but you know, clothing for girls is cut smaller and cut shorter and tighter. And that feeling of like, your kid growing out of their clothes too quickly. Like we used to shop in the boys section because the clothes just fit her better. And the shorts, let me get it started on the freaking shorts, but I, I hear your story. And I, I feel like as a parent, I also had those kind of similar concerns, you know, as my daughter's growing up. So what did it look like for you in, in your high school years? Oh yeah, I know it was always a struggle. So being a picky eater, and also keep in mind sugar. I just want to touch on that for a sec. When you have sugar, it's a chemical reaction in the brain and it's addictive. And so when you have your sensory uh, prefers more sweet food and doesn't really care for the healthy stuff because, you know, it's just more yummy. And as a child, <laughs> that's you just want to go for what's really good. Um, my choices in food weren't really that great either. So I wasn't going to touch on that. But I remember going, why am I getting fat and my friends aren't? Like, I always had this fat in my head, right? Why can't I digest this food well? Or I always felt ill or there was something, you know, that wasn't right for me, but I'm like, my friends can eat these chips. And if I do it, I, I swell up or I feel like I swell up. Um, so I always had this judgment on me again, going back to, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with my body. And then by the time I got to grade eight and, you know, you have the little cafeteria going and everyone's getting their junk food. And I just started to um, just, just start going, I don't even want to eat anymore. I just don't want to eat. And I remember I was in a, it was in our home ec class and we were actually shown a video. We were shown a video of an eating disorder, a couple eating disorder scenarios, right? They were bringing education into the classroom and I just was like, oh my gosh, that's me in a couple of years, the full blown. I just remember in that moment, self-prophesizing going, I have all of whatever they were going through, whatever the videos showed, I went, that's me, that's me. And then it was literally about two years later that, um, that I fell into it hard. What do you think, if you think back to that, that, little girl, really. I mean, eight grade eight is still so young. I know we're, you know, our kids mature so fast and all that, but that, that young girl, 
Why do you think she was afraid to get help, especially if it was presented? Was it just because of the way that you were in your family, how you felt in your family or it's so heartbreaking? Cause you know what, Stephanie, you're sharing this beautiful story. And I know that there are people listening that not only have been through this themselves, but they might be watching their own children go through it. So what do you think it was? It just allowed you to just stay on the path and not say, I need, that's me. Like, how can I get help? I didn't have much trust for a lot of people around me. Um, as a young girl being very, again, I mentioned I was highly sensitive. I sensed a lot around me. I also noticed people's words. My, um, my love language is words of affirmation and, or one of them. And, um, so I was very sensitive to what people said to me. I was very sensitive to how people treated me. I was very aware of how people treated me. And then they would, I, I don't know whether it was inner wisdom or it was just a reaction to my environment, but I would put up a wall or I'd lock up. And that's actually very, um, that's one of my uh, coping mechanisms is I actually will say nothing. And part of it was, you know, going back to family, I was very judged for being a picky eater. Um, at the same time, I, I just, I was just like, I just didn't trust anyone. And I was alone. I don't think my family really knew me and I did not feel that they knew me. So why would I share my biggest struggle with them? Fair enough. Fair enough. Now this continued for a while. Um, I know you went through some difficulty. You mentioned as well, uh, dealing with postpartum. So was that after your first or what happened with that situation? Because I feel like these are all, these things are all related, right? You said you did a lot of investigation and all these things to figure out. I imagine that at some point, all of this ends up being related to, to nutrition and health and gut health, right? Oh, absolutely. So as uh, so going just just to sort of do the timeline mm -hmm. of you, when you are not eating very well, you deplete your body of nutrients. Also, when you don't eat very well, or if you deprive yourself of food, or if you, um, you know, purge food after eating it, which I've done both, it really does do havoc on your on your digestion. Now, your digestion also is a good indicator and a dictator of your emotional um, abilities. And so I was able to sort of figure it out for myself with, um, you know, just honestly, you know, it was, um, what's that word I want to um, just the will to keep going. Like, I'm just going, I can get through this on my own. I can get through this on my own, like the persistence of that. But anyhow, when I got pregnant with my first son, that was when I realized I can no longer do the, you know, deprivation. I can no longer do some of the things that I had been doing. So that was my first really kick at the, at that, the whole, like, I got to eat healthier. Wow. I got to change my ways. Uh, I didn't suffer from blues after him. Actually, I was pretty good. Uh, but still again, mentally, it's always there. It's like, right. don't want to gain weight. Don't want to do, you know, so I still had that struggle. By the time I had the second baby, because I actually enjoyed being pregnant, which was actually really interesting. Um, by the time I had my second one, I did have the blues after him, but it didn't last very long. It wasn't until my third son, which was five years after my second son, 
I fell into a postpartum depression really bad at about two months. He was with us for two months, but I had no support. So that was part of it. I had no support. We had moved away from any support of any family. Um, in, in that case, I didn't live near my parents as well. So my mom wasn't available to help me out. And my husband went back to work as soon as a week went by. Um, so basically what happened was when I, after my third child, so don't do this to anyone who has a baby, <laughs> but I had family members also come and visit. And my husband was, um, you know, he was able to be home from work, but it was tending to the, to the company instead of to what I needed. And that was my third C-section, by the way. And my mom wasn't there. And so when everyone left after it was about two weeks between my mom and the company and my husband being home, and then everyone's gone. And I have three kids to tend to and a house to tend to and books to do. It was, it, it spiraled for me at the two month mark. And, um, but at the same time, it was the headspace of, I just got to keep going. I'm stronger than this. I'm a woman. I can do this. I can, you know, but, um, and then that process, because I was already in, because there is another story about our son who was ill, our second son, he was ill. That was when I got full into whole foods, cleaned up our kitchen, cleaned up our cooking for the sake of my son. But as a family, we also became very clean. We used supplementation, not that it worked, but we used a whole bunch of stuff and we did what the naturopath told us. We did alternative care and my son's health didn't improve fully, but it was better. Mm -hmm. When I was in postpartum depression, though, whether it was the baby or the stress of my uh, my son now in school, his health plummeted, even though we were still doing all the right things. With the food. Okay. Yeah. So in that time of my postpartum depression, I was dealing not only with my, my condition. And by the way, this all happened when the that depression happened, the recession. Like my okay, husband yeah. was like scrambling to make yeah. sure he doesn't get a pink slip, oh. right? So there's that stress on top of my son's health. We'll be right back to the podcast after this short break. A decade ago, I met this amazing biochemist and scientist, Dr. Libby Weaver, whose passion was all about healthy nutrition, taking care of our liver, and really understanding how digestion and detoxification works. Dr. Libby and I had a personal conversation and we talked about my own digestion. And at the time, it was very odd that every time I would enjoy a healthy whole wheat wrap for lunch, I would have stomach cramps afterwards. I didn't really understand the connection between the food that I was eating and how I was feeling. Dr. Libby gently suggested that I might try taking gluten out of my diet for 30 days to see how I would feel. Now you're probably thinking, what's the big deal? I mean, people go gluten-free all the time. Sure, but back then, gluten-free wasn't even a thing. In fact, it was extremely difficult to find any gluten-free substitutes, so gluten-free really meant choosing whole foods that did not have gluten in them. This inspired me to create a program called the 30 day whole body detox, which is all about nourishing your body at the cellular level. And it's a gluten-free and dairy-free program that allows you to really understand how your body feels when you nourish it with whole real foods and support yourselves with nutritional supplementation. A few years ago, 
I found myself in a really bad sugar addiction spiral. I had been eating a lot of eggies, which are candy coated chocolate eggs. And I had been eating them since Valentine's day. And it was time for the 30 day whole body detox. I was so sick from all the sugar that I'd been eating that I didn't even feel like doing the program. I had lost all my motivation. I was tired all the time, grumpy. I didn't even realize the effect that the sugar was having on myself. That year, it took me almost two weeks to start to feel like myself again. And I truly believe that if it wasn't for the 30 day whole body detox that year, I would have gotten into a really bad downward spiral that I'm not sure I would have gotten out of in only 14 days. Now, last year would have been our ninth anniversary of the program, but because April of 2020, we were in the throes of the pandemic. I was definitely not interested in doing a detox program and neither were my clients. So we gave it a break for a year, which means that I am so looking forward to participating in the 30 day whole body detox again this year. In fact, I'm kind of reminded back to that time when I was dealing with that difficult sugar addiction and how excited I am for the 30 day whole body detox. I'd love to have you join us. It's a wonderful program that really helps you to get back to feeling your best and understanding how different foods make you feel great and other ones don't make you feel so good. To learn more about this program, visit our website, 30daywholebodydetox.com. So if you want to learn more, or if you're interested in joining us, please visit 30daywholebodydetox.com. Now let's get back to the podcast. So literally Stephanie. Okay. You have almost every single like massive stressor on you. And how, like, how did you get out of that? That's what I want to know. It's like, so you're in a situation where you're dealing with pretty serious postpartum depression with your third son. Your second son is dealing with health issues that you thought you had sorted out through changing your food and taking certain supplements that have been directed by the naturopath. Your husband is stressed out completely from his job, potentially losing his job at any moment because we're in a serious global recession. How does one go from that moment to this amazing woman that you are today that really inspires and guides others along their nutritional journey and their supplement journey? How does that, like, what, was there like a moment? Was it a person or was it just kind of over time you got better? No, I prayed and a little voice just told me, look up number one supplement. Cause I'm like going, I'm missing something. There is no way I could be doing what we're doing. And I feel like I'm dead. Like I was just what's going on. And my son's not healthy. Like we eat clean at this time. My kids were not going to the store getting candy yet. That happened years later, but, (laughs) but you know, it it was, it it was interesting. So anyway, I looked up the number one supplement and um, for the viewers, this is the book I came across, which is the comparative guide to nutritional supplements. And I said, okay, I said, I've tried everything else. My doctor gave me, by the way, I didn't show this. My doctor gave me the ultimatum. He did not want to see me again until, unless I actually went on the prescription he wanted me to go on. Wow. And I was, I suffered 16 months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I left that, that appoint that uh, doctor's appointment in tears. And let's pause for a moment that for some people going on a medication is the right decision for them. 
it just wasn't the right thing for you based on your history, right? Based on yeah. everything you've been through. So I just yeah. wanted to pause there because I know for some women, starting on a medication helps them to just be able to even function. So, but continue with your story there. Yes. And just to clarify that the reason why is because I've had some liver issues and so I didn't want to go on a medication. So the, so I went home and, and I looked up this number one and I found the book and I went, okay, I've tried everything else. I've tried all the good supplementations. I've spent thousands of dollars at the naturopath and on supplements. And I said, okay, I'll try this one last one. And I'm only going to give it three months. And normally the naturopath always said, give a supplement six months because you want it to reach into your tissues. Yeah. Right. And I was only going to allow it just to get into my blood system. Cause I said, I can't live in insane insanity any longer. So anyway, I took what was they rated number one, which was USANA Health Sciences. And I thought, okay, I'm going to know. I'm extremely highly sensitive. I know as soon as usually something hits my stomach, how it's going to behave in my body. I can also feel energy. Like I can actually feel things assimilate in my body, which is really strange to hear. No one, my phone family doesn't even believe me. But the whole thing was, is that I knew, I knew something had to give. I'm like, okay. So anyhow, with that, I, I went on the supplements and I took as directed on the bottles. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to deter. And all I took was the multivitamin. And within two weeks, I was getting out of bed without being in pain. By the way, my symptoms were very physical. They were very painful. Like having a shower was like being showered with needles. Um, it was, you know, the emotions were there, but there's, yeah. So anyway, at the physical level, I was getting wow. out of bed out of without pain. And and then I was able to go, oh my gosh, I can get through give, getting my kids' lunches ready, dealing with a baby, and I'm not going berserk emotionally. Um, I was also able to cook supper without crying because there was a lot of times standing cooking supper was painful. And, um, and I mean emotionally and physically. Um, you know, so I was able to do stuff like that. And another another thing was I was able to not only get up, make my bed. By the way, sometimes making my bed was the only thing I could do in a day. I was able to make my bed, get the kids ready for school, go for groceries without crying because I would cry in the aisles, get home, still be able to put the groceries away without crying. Like there was a lot of crying in my life <laughs> and um, and make cookies. I was able to make cookies. I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't been able to make cookies. So little things like that just were like, my favorite saying was, I can't believe what I can do in a day. And so my husband and I were like, I'll give it the three months. If there's any placebo effect, I'll know. Cause I'll just go up and down and I'll know it's just placebo. And it's all in my mind that these okay. supplements work. But after that, after three months of having no ups and downs, I was continually getting better. And then finally I plateaued at like, I'm superwoman, And I was going to bed at 10, getting good sleep, waking up at six, ready for the day. I put my son on the body rocks. He was only six, but I put him on the team formula because we were waiting the GI specialist to get a biopsy, but the wait was a year and a half. Gosh. So I put him on the supplements. Now for him, it took a little longer. I took two weeks because I was only depleted at the, at the blood level at whatever was circulating right. to get, whether it was the, tra the transit, I don't know what chemically went on, but the, that just changed my life for him. It took, four months for me to see the symptoms, the physical symptoms go away. And in six months, I was able to feed him food he wasn't able to eat in like two years. And after that, we went by the time. Okay, 
So the timeline was six months, I was able to start introducing food. At around nine months, I took them off the supplements for a day. Well, I took them off because I wanted to see what symptoms came back. Sure. Within a day or 24 hours later, he had a line shoot up from his mouth and his symptoms came out on his face. Oh, so A line shot up. I put him back on the supplement full dose the next day. Took two weeks for that line to go away. Oh my gosh. I waited another two or three months, took him off the supplements. And then three days later, that same line shot up. It was just really strange. I put him back on the supplements and it only took a week. And that was when everything my naturopathic doctor said to me made total sense because she goes, you need to give it time to get into the tissues. So he was within that six months to a year to get into the tissues. And go on. No, go ahead. Oh, and then I was just going to wrap up by saying, then when we did see the GI specialist and we went in, because he's like, you know, it's the uh, visit before the biopsy. And he's like, okay, tell me what you've been doing this past year and a bit. I told him the whole story. He actually said, I know the works of the man of the USANA Health Sciences. And he said, you have done your homework. And he goes, you should be a very proud mama because you get to leave here today and I don't have to see you again. What a relief as a mom. Wow. That's incredible. I, I, Stephanie, I see so much gratitude in your story. I see so much gratitude in there. You know, there's so much we take for granted, right? And I'm listening to you say like just being able to get out of bed without pain and go to the grocery store without crying and because you're in pain and because it's too much. And then coming home and putting those groceries away again, I just see so much gratitude in your words. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Your story is so powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. For those, and for those listeners that are kind of new and they're like wondering what this USANA health sciences thing is, you probably heard me talk about it. Um, I share often in, in the mid roll in the podcast, I share, you know, some information about some of the ways that USANA can support um, some of our listeners. And of course, like gut health, you know, cellular nutrition, all these things are really important. And one of the reasons that Stephanie and I came together at this time was that because of her passion around gut health and liver health, I invited Stephanie to to take a look at a program that I've created. You might've heard me talk about it before the 30 day whole body detox, which is a whole food program that nourishes your body at the cellular level. And it's interesting, Stephanie, it kind of sounds a little bit like the way that you were feeding your family at that time and and nourishing with the supplements, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And taking care of digestion and it's, you know, to get rid of inflammation, you need to eat anti-inflammatory foods or foods high in um, nutrient content and antioxidants. And I think too, what, you know, I listened to someone who struggled with eating disorders for a large portion of your life. I think, you know, we often have to be cautious about putting people on programs, especially if they've struggled with eating disorders. One of the reasons that I chose to put the program together in this way is that we encourage people to eat until hopefully they're not quite full, but until, you know, you just eat. We don't talk about portion control. We don't talk about calories. We don't count macros. We're teaching people to eat whole food. So how do you see that part as a benefit of this program? Yes. Whole foods can be so life-changing. As soon as that palate changes, when you're used to processed foods and you switch over to whole foods, the, the, just the taste alone in foods, you really learn to appreciate, but also it helps your digestion will be run more smoother. 
your body will release toxins. Your you'll just feel cleaner and lighter. That's the uh, that's the ultimate um, yeah takeaway for that. And I think your whole story about you know looking at the number one rated supplement and then choosing that. For me, that's always been a critical part of the 30-day whole body detox is because the food alone, and you, your story just really highlights that the food alone isn't enough. Why do you think that is? Like why, like you have a very powerful story for you and your family. Now you've worked with, you know, hundreds of clients as a registered holistic nutritionist. And I know a lot of often a registered holistic nutritionist will focus on just the food. Why are we including supplements as a part of this kind of program? Yeah. So there is you, one of, uh, cause it's funny. Cause even I saw a, a holistic nutritionist during my postpartum depression. And he was saying, you couldn't eat a truckload of vegetables and still get the amount of nutrients that you actually need. And it is because the, um, the, the amount of nutrients in our soil has been depleted and the way things are industrialized and they're grown in the industrialized way. Fruit might look great, but it doesn't taste necessarily the same. We just need to be very um, diligent and understand that we don't eat the same way as our grandparents or great grandparents did a hundred years ago. And our portion sizes are also way more. So we are impacting our digestion by eating too much as well. And the reason why people are eating too much is because they're still hungry. It's because the food is depleted in nutrients and their body is craving nutrients. And that's what it ends up being. Yeah, it's interesting because when you do take a really good nutritional supplement, like a USANA product, it does help with those cravings because you're, you're especially minerals. Minerals are the hardest thing to get from our soils today. And listen, I'm like a home gardener. I, I always try and have like a food garden, but again, my food is only as rich as my soil is. And I'll use like, you know, composted manure and other things and organic soil and mix it all together. But I like, I don't know exactly what's like how many minerals and what what's in there. I mean, the soil often is missing, you know, our trace minerals. So if it's not even in the soil, it's not even going to show up in our food. Now I want to encourage people to make food gardens. I think it's really important to have a food garden and to be able to grow your own food. But I will also in the same breath, talk about just as important, the critical decision to choose to add pharmaceutical grade supplements, um, to your lifestyle. And your family is just one example of how that miss can be the missing piece for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's by far just solidified the fact that there's difference in manufacturing practices. There's a difference also in formulations. And I've compared a lot of supplements over the years, especially for clients who I've seen that, you know, you do a price comparison and you do a nutrient comparison on the products just against our, 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 um, the, the multi our cell essentials. And they're spending the same, if not more, and there's gaps of nutrients missing because there's no way there's no way you can get the same formula. So there, it is interesting. It was so, I was so bewildered that that would happen, that, that actually I was, I felt so betrayed by the nutritional industry as a whole. Right. Cause I went, I've been investing in this industry for so long. Why did this one product work and these don't? And then when I started looking into it and researching, and actually this is why I ended up becoming a holistic nutritionist was because I wanted to go like, why is there such a gap in knowledge? Why is there such a gap in in all of this? Um, but yeah, it just it boils down to science and, and you know 
there's no cutting corners and it is exact and it's precise and it's based on what the cell actually needs. I love that so much. I really love that, you know, that part of the USANA product is that it is science-based formulas. And I mean, it's had a tremendous impact on my own health and my family's health. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I was introduced to working with USANA over 15 years ago. And I just love, you know, I love the 30-day whole body detox. It's a program we're celebrating the 10th anniversary this year. Really excited to have Stephanie on board um, as one of our experts because she does, when you hear her talk about the liver and everything, kind of like me, she gets really excited. So um, Stephanie, as we start to wrap things up though, I noticed there's a sign behind you. So for those that are listening to the audio, I think it says simply remain. Yeah. Oh, live simply remain grateful. So you've got a sign hanging up about gratitude. So tell me about how do you practice gratitude, my friend? Oh goodness. Well, you know, when I just, it's just part of the everyday, like when you wait, when I wake up you know, I'm so grateful for the sun that's shining in my window. I'm so grateful for the the new beginnings of every day. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for um, my health. You know, I just step into gratitude and, and not to say that sometimes it, it's just a struggle. Sometimes it's like when stuff is going on, but to always be reminded and go, but I'm grateful that, you know, my family is all together or yeah, it's just, I don't know. And I do have little things everywhere, like even collect moments, not things, you know, just little reminders. And of course, you know, when my husband, you know, smiles at me and says he loves me, I'm like, you know, blushing and thankful, you know, <laughs> that type of stuff. So it's pretty much how you live, my friend, which I adore. You know, I love meeting people and connecting with people that that live gratitude and they, they're not really thinking about it all the time because it's just part of the way that they live. And that to me, I think is like, it's an incredible place to strive for is, you know, not that we need to strive when we're talking about gratitude, but when it, when gratitude just becomes part of who you are, that I love so much because then I feel like as then we become even better gratitude ambassadors because people just look at us and are like, okay, yeah, this, there's just, she's just grateful. So I love it. Now, speaking of how do people want to connect with you? Where do you like to hang out the most? What's your favorite place on the internet? <laughs> well, I'm mostly on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook, but my Instagram, I'm just at uh, Stephanie underscore bell underscore RHN. Um, so that's the easiest way to get to, to connect with me. Uh, you can also connect with me at gracefulhealthsolutions.com. Well, we'll make sure that those links are available for people to find in the show notes. And I just, I'm so excited, Stephanie. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability. I know that you've had a lot of challenges in your life and I really love um, just the person you are today in this moment, this person who is so willing to be open and also to share your passion with so many people and just, you know, be just such a loving and kind and, and beautiful person. So thank you, Stephanie, for being well, here. Thank you, Julie, for having me. Thank you for sharing all that you're doing and your detox program. I think it's brilliant. And you're just marrying everything together and providing the space for everyone to really succeed in what their goals are, their health goals. And I am so grateful and honored to be part of your community as well. Awesome. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening right to the end of the podcast. I hope this episode inspired you to choose to practice gratitude in different ways than you might have before. 
If you're not already following the podcast on your favorite app, all you have to do is click on the check mark or plus sign under the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast name to make sure that you're alerted of all the new episodes. If you really enjoy this podcast and want others to hear about it, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on your favorite app. Your review can help others to find the podcast and start to join us in choosing to wake up with gratitude every single day.